0: Hello, and welcome to Soul Droids Podcast, episode number 93. This is Schmidt I'm Stark. I'm Zahner. And I am sure it's actually 93 this time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can count now, I think. Uh,
0: uh, a bit of yeah. a confession. Uh, we get done recording the last episode, and I'm putting it together, and I look at our show notes going, wait a minute, why do we only have 91 other episodes, only to find out... Long after the fact that what we recorded last week was actually episode number ninety-two. Whoops! And we just screwed up in the show notes.
2: As it, my my idea was, we should have gone with a lost episode, but nobody liked that. We already have
0: a, a lost like episode,
2: episode, actually.
0: Did we? Did we? Didn't find that one? No, we didn't. Dang. We we
3: actually already have a forgotten or a forbidden episode. <sighs>
1: Somewhere on one of my backup hard drives.
3: The forgotten episode. It's not the forbidden episode. The forbidden episode. It's like the Lombada. Do, do, do not land on on
0: episode number
1: ninety three. Do not collect one hundred dollars. Do not
0: pass ninety three. Well, all right. Before we get started, we need to give a shout out to our friends over at TrekRadio.net, dot OpenBookAudio.com, KryptonRadio dot com, dot com, and Stitcher dot com. And we want to introduce you to our new friends over at Squarespace.com. Uh, they, we like to welcome them on board. They're our sponsors for the time being. Uh, we've mentioned these guys before, and the reason why we want to give them that little bit of extra space and time here is to actually describe to you who they are. The four of us are all geeks. We all make websites, and many of you listeners also are in, kind of in the same boat. And if you've ever done anything on the web you know you immediately have friends and family who all want to ma- want you to make websites for them. It can get pretty tedious. We don't need to tell you that. Well, now you can point them off to Squarespace.com. They have the most powerful website building tools any of us have ever seen. The four of us have all tried it out. We've all used it. They are absolutely amazing. Using their new Squarespace 6 layout engine, you can make a professional-style website. You can get your own custom domain name. You can have them host it. It'll look unlike anything anyone else has ever made for you, and it's super affordable. Their customer service is great. These are the guys we talked about during Hurricane Sandy a few episodes ago. These are the guys that kept all of their clients up and running by creating a fire brigade bucket line to run their generator all through the storm.
3: So yes, we really are impressed by them It's not just us talking
0: Yeah, the, you cannot do better than these guys We wholeheartedly recommend them We want you to have a chance to go ahead and use it Go over to squarespace.com Slash SD for Stolen Droids Or use the promo code SD1 That gets you a 10% discount You can get a free trial And when you use that promo code You get a 10% discount off their already insane prices Be sure to go check them out You'll be glad you did this episode, this week, um, is our annual prediction show. I predict happy, we will make happy predictions. Happy New Year, by the way. Happy New Year to everyone. i um, glad that it happened, you know. I'm getting older. I can tell how old I'm getting by how much sooner I fall asleep before midnight.
3: Well,
0: you oh, know... now
2: he's noticing, yeah. <laughs> and the awesome part about getting older, too, is you wake up in the morning, and one of the first things you grab is the Tube of Bengay to rub on your sore muscles that just prevent you from getting out of bed. I'm not that old.
3: See, I'm not. I'm I'm wondering if this is like a TMI. You
0: know, I was right about. Yeah, I was. I was seeing that too. I'm not zoner old. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Thank you for not saying Starkles. Well, Well, I, you know, that's
2: kind that, of a
0: tired joke.
2: It, it, it's good, though, because, um, you know, at least you're not Zahner old. You could be... I, and at least I'm not Starkold. <laughs> this needs to you be know. like
0: a, a series of t-shirts. Instead of like, I'm with stupid, it's like, at least I'm not as old as him. And he's and Zoner's wearing the one that says, yeah, well, I'm, at least I'm not as old as him. And he just keeps going down the line. <laughs> well... So we had a great New Year's, and unfortunately we're still kind of in that uh, that headline lull. Uh, some <laughs> headlines came out uh, this week, but we'll be uh, holding those off for next week. This week we want to center on our predictions and see how what, what 2013 has in store for us. I'm going to start off with the safe one that isn't so safe. RIM. Last year I predicted that RIM wouldn't see the end of 2012. Well... They just in just in order to spite me, they made it to the end of 2012. They're still in business. They're still solvent somehow. And um, I've decided to play it safe and not predict their demise for 2013.
2: You know, I, I actually saw something the other yesterday, I believe it was, um, that they lost in between October and November, they lost 1% market share. Um, to Android and and iOS, and I was thinking to myself, how how great of a prediction would it be? Because they're obviously a cockroach that won't die. Um, <laughs> sorry, Rim people, I I don't mean to call you all really gross bugs, um, but they're Someone very resi- <laughs> they're very resilient. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and predict their market share is going to increase if they can ever get their next, um, what, is it, BlackBerry 10 or whatever. Well, I see, can't even remember.
0: And BlackBerry 10 is supposed to come out um, end of this month, actually. Yeah, end of I, January. I, I don't. I, here is my Rim prediction. Okay, and I know this is going to be a cop out. You guys can call me on it all you want here, but whatever Rim does this year isn't going to work. That's my prediction. Now, you could take that to mean that they're going to launch OS 10 and it doesn't work and they don't manage to launch it. Or you could take it to mean that they do launch OS 10 and it doesn't work.
2: And see, I, I, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to say their market share will increase over what it currently is with the release of BlackBerry 10 at least for a month. By the end of the year they could they could be done, but I, I'm gonna say they're gonna see a bump in their market share with the release of, of Blackberry Tip.
3: Okay. Yeah. I'm that, thinking I that they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna have another big project and they're gonna fail at it. It's gonna be a project we don't expect them to have. Kinda like how they tried that that marketing campaign that wasn't a marketing campaign, they're gonna fall on their face again somehow.
0: Oh, you mean the Be Bold campaign from yeah, last new years?
3: <laughs> Yeah. That looked like it was made in paint
1: or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with on this. I, I think, I mean, a lot of people always say, you know, it's all about synergy. And it's all about, you know, good, uh, good thinking or positive thinking and stuff like that. They've really been bringing that out, whether it's, whether it's showing in their products or not. You know, it's questionable, but I, I think it'll, it'll do them well in the future. Probably not by the end of 2013, but probably enough to stick through 2013 and maybe see them come back in 2014. So so just to clarify,
0: Zahn Schmidty, you guys aren't seeing huge improvements. not like they're going to skyrocket, but they are going to start on the upswing.
2: Well, I'm sick of of being wrong when I say they're going to die. So (laughs) saying they're not going to die... Yeah, but you're not
0: necessarily wrong either. I mean... (laughs) I, I, you know what I'm saying? You say I, I, you're I wrong on their dime. Slight,
2: I, I think they're going to see a slight bump in, in revenue or market share or, or something. They're going to see something good happen for, I, I don't know, it may just be for a week. Mm. But I think, you know, 2013 is the year of BlackBerry. You, you know, here's the thing, though. It's like...
0: And this is going to sound really cruel. We're going to get hate mail for this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Rim reminds me of my grandma with Alzheimer's.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We're not making fun of Alzheimer's, people.
0: They're not dying anytime soon, but they're not really there anymore either.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Everything's coming up Rim. Just like everything's coming up Millhouse. everything's coming up Rim.
0: Okay, if you say so. Yeah. Um, into Google. Now, there's quite a different, few different things about Google to bring up here. I'm going to start in on the lawsuit that just got dropped by the FTC. Um, this kind of borders on headline material, but uh, you know, the FTC was investigating them for anti-competitive search practices and um, just a whole bunch of everything. And somehow they just dropped it with a slap on the wrist. Which is baffling to me, because they've done far worse than Microsoft ever did. And they slammed Microsoft in the 90s. Just destroyed them. Google is the worst offender of privacy laws and anti-competitive laws that has ever existed in the U.S. economy. I'm not saying I hate them. I like Google. But I'm just saying, they've violated every single law out there. They do so so regularly that it is baffling that the FEC continues to just turn a blind eye or let them, quote-unquote, self-regulate.
2: Well, it's easy to self-regulate when your motto is, don't be evil.
0: Yeah, just be inept. <laughs> so my prediction is that this year, sometime this year, Google will do something else. I, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to sound vague here, but something else will happen. Something else will hit the fan, and it will force the FTC to finally sanction them, do whatever, you know, put fines and punishments in place and bring the hammer down. Something is going to happen in 2013, finally, where Google's going to have to face the jury. Hmm. It's not going to get brushed away or, oh, we'll pay a fine, we're really sorry about that. We're sorry we sold drugs through our Google ads and snooped on people's Wi-Fi and published all this information and blocked local businesses from our search results and, and, and... You, you think the uh, Supreme Court serious, or...? um You know, honestly, I, I'm sorry, I know I'm supposed to be an expert here. I don't know the Supreme Court gets involved in consumer-related things that is almost solely FTC and SEC sometimes. Um, that's almost entirely their jurisdiction, so I don't think it would be a Supreme Court thing maybe but I get the feeling that something's going to get maybe the FTC will finally pull it out of their rear and go after them, maybe Congress will get involved and force the FTC to do it but something's going to happen this year and Google's going to get it they've been skirting the line too long it's time for them to finally pay the piper
1: interesting, yeah I have a Google prediction. I think that uh, well, we we saw Chromebooks uh, in the past. They're they're kind of more of like a niche market. Um, not very many people have gotten them. I think we'll start to see a resurgence of Chromebooks, really? and they'll they'll come back not not as the uh, the cheap low end hardware devices that we've seen, but more of like ultrabook style or maybe even full blown laptop style, but uh, um, I, I think we'll even see some of the hybrid laptops with uh, with Android and and Chrome OS built in. Now, why why do you say that? Well, you you see laptops with you, you know hybrid laptops with Windows 8 and Android. You know you take it off the the. Uh, uh, What's I'm thinking the keyboard, and it turns into an Android operating system, Mm -hmm. and it's it's all fine and dandy, but it doesn't make sense because they're two completely different styles of operating systems. Now, granted, uh, Chrome OS and Android are still different styles of operating systems, but at least they're from the same company. I think Chrome, I think Google, um, will will want to do something like that on their own, as well as uh, you know, along with Acer and trying to compete in that market of of the hybrid hybrid laptops. So
3: Google's going to come out with another internet tool. We don't know if it's going to be like a like a like a social media or a communications tool or something's going to happen but they're going to come up with another tool that's actually going to fail. It's 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 something they they've got that they're getting ready to, to release and my gut tells me it's it's going to flop. Like yeah. a Q, another cue? <laughs> no, no. I think you mean for like another wave or buzz. Yeah, uh, something yeah. to that effect. Because I, I know a lot of people were like, "Oh, I'm really looking forward to this Google Plus. and then at least in the circles I've seen, a lot of people haven't really been that enthralled with the Google Plus. Well, rolling in the wrong circles, man. Let me ask
0: a question <laughs> to the group then. Um, do you think Google is past currently? Not, not, not forever in the future, but for the time being, do you think they are past the point of releasing really useful innovative internet tools? Uh, I'm saying take Android and Google Now and take those things out of the picture. I'm talking just their online tools. I
1: don't think so. I I, I think there's still a lot more of the internet market to be had, and and they're still acquiring more companies as we speak. Yeah, and and I yeah,
2: absolutely. Oh, I and I think that the way that they're integrating everything into Google Plus with these new companies that they're integrating or purchasing and whatnot, I I, I don't think Google's let, done. Let me clarify then. But are those internet tools, or
0: or are those refinements of what's already there? Because let's look at the broad picture. Um, online office applications, got it. Online voicemail, got it. Online social media, got it. Online video playing, got it. You you know what I'm saying? A lot of the things they acquire are just refinements of things they already have. I think what Stark is saying is a whole new tool. Like, Wave was a completely different tool. Buzz, completely different tool. Plus One attempted to be a completely different tool. And that's one we fail. We don't bring up a whole lot, but let's face it, Plus One did not take off the way
3: they anticipated.
1: Not until Google. I Plus. mean, Google, Google <laughs> yeah.
3: Groups would be a good example. Google Groups was their attempt to take on Yahoo Groups. And they worked for a time. It did, but then it fell flat, and everybody went, well, yeah, but Yahoo Groups works,
1: and Google Groups doesn't. And well, Google Groups is still out there. But you're right, it's still, I mean, like like Google+, Plus, but in, even less so. It's a niche market. So Yeah, I think just not (laughs) I personally think that maybe
0: Google for the time being, and I don't think they're alone in this, I think for right now how people use the internet, all the ideas have been made. Now we're in a period of refinement. And I think Stark might be right. If they try to come out with a new product that everyone's gonna use, no they're not. Because maybe we as a
1: public aren't there yet. I would disagree with the idea that we're that every type of internet product that can be made has been made. If well, we that, I, well, crowd. no, there's
3: there's going to be something in the future. We're we're going to have a new Twitter or a new something in the future soon. We don't know what it is, but it's, I don't I don't think it's going to come from Google. Google may oh, buy it, but it's not going to come yeah. from Google.
0: <laughs> I see. Yeah. A good point, Zoner. Your thoughts on Google in 2013?
2: I actually have a couple predictions for Google. Um, in 2013, okay, uh, there's been a lot of rumors lately of a $99 Google Android tablet. Uh, I think that we will see that, but I don't think we'll see it in the U.S. It's going to go to some third world nation like India or Ethiopia or something, kind of like the one laptop per child deal did. Okay, well, it's, it's,
3: is that is that because they want to keep the high priced uh, tablets here in the
2: states? First world problems, yeah. We can afford it, so we can pay for it.
3: <laughs> well, let me
0: ask you, uh, do you mean that as kind of one of those developing, like, one laptop per child projects? Or do you mean like a consumer-grade one? Because there, I, are, I think, there are really cheap consumer-grade ones now that you can get for 199 So 99 well, is I, not out of the question.
2: Well, I got my kids' ones for um, 80 bucks for Christmas, cheap Chinese ones. But I, I think that they're actually going to be quality. I don't think they're going to be on the level of, say, the Nexus. But I think that they're going to be uh, th- they're not going to be cheap crap throwaway ones.
0: I'd like to just point out here something that Zana let slip without realizing it. He bought his kids crappy Chinese knockoffs for 80 bucks. He yeah. got a Nexus 7.
3: Yeah, I
0: did. <laughs> Screw Good you, on, kids. Man. Daddy wants a tablet.
3: <laughs> Mike, well, More like the kids are going to bash on these and ride on them. and yeah,
2: let, let me well tell you, cheap. my seven year old already has a crack in it. There
0: you go. So, <laughs> Well, maybe it, if you had bought him quality it wouldn't have cracked.
2: <laughs> no, when the seven <laughs> year old grabs it out of her hands and throws it across the room, crap gets broken. So, that is why i he knows better than to mess with me. <laughs> but, but the siblings, no, not yet. He hasn't figured that out. He, he can take the seven year old. <laughs> He can take the seven, and, and the eight-year-old even.
0: Okay, so $100 tablet. What What's next?
2: Um, the other one that I have, um, we're starting to see uh, Jelly Bean uh, increase in market share. Uh, I think that it's going to hit the 20% mark as far as market share goes, but hmm. only after we see the next release, the release of Android, whether it's Keyline Pie or whatever they call it. Um, I, I think that it, it gingerbread is still going to dominate. Ice cream sandwich will start to gain, start to uh, take some of the gingerbread people away. Um, but I, I think that jelly bean, we're not going to see any significant market share until we see at least one more version of Android come out.
0: Well, now, see, that's interesting for you to say. Um, I there, I found that, and I say this as someone who no longer uses Android, but everyone in my family does now, uh, that the only reason people still have gingerbread is because they still have phones that can only take gingerbread. (laughs) Which means that either they're not really the power users, they're not the people, you know, who need the newest phones like we do, and not that we need them, but you know, you know, (laughs) we need them. Uh, But they're people who are happy to have the same phone for three, three and a half, four years that miss an upgrade cycle. But that means uh-huh. even those phones, even the Gingerbread phones that they've had now for three or four years are still coming to the end of their lifespan. And what <coughs> are people going to upgrade to? They're going to be going straight into Jelly Bean. So it's interesting. I think you're right. I think that will happen. And it won't necessarily be because people choose it. Maybe that they're going to be switching over through attrition. For every Gingerbread phone lost, it's going to become an, a Jelly Bean phone.
2: And see, I I think that that's very possible. I actually just got Jelly Bean on my phone last night, but in order to do so, I had to get a new phone because the August up or the August rollout for Ice Cream Sandwich that was promised to me by HTC and Verizon never happened, and I got sick of waiting, and so I went and I got a new phone. Mm-hmm. And so I I think we may see some of that. I th- I think you might be right there, but I still think. I still think it's going to be a long time before we really see a big share of the market on Jelly Bean. Okay. Hmm. Schmitty, your thoughts? You know I, the
1: the mobile market has been really bumpy and fast these past few months, so I, it's been hard to follow, and it's it's really hard for me to say <laughs> it's. Yeah, I, I don't have any thoughts on the uh, mobile market. We, we used to be, uh, we we actually used to be a lot better with
0: the mobile market, but I think Schmidt's right. It has just become so turbulent, and it's like suddenly people realize, oh wait, we're in a recession. We can't buy anything. <laughs> so just as Android finally has a good operating system with Jelly Bean, you know, Ice Cream Sandwich and Jelly Bean are finally what. And I'm not alone in saying this. A lot of people have agreed. These are finally the mature operating systems that can take down iOS. Just as people are realizing they don't have money.
1: Right. <laughs> what is this money as you speak of? Just as the iPad Mini comes out, and we've we've seen a, a huge increase in in iPad marketship market share just mm-hmm. because of the iPad Mini. So it's yeah.
0: Well, Apple's fighting back, and that <laughs> leads me to our next one: predictions on Apple. I actually predict that iOS will start to falter. Uh, And I don't mean just, like, slightly go down one or two points. I mean falter, falter. People are noticing that iOS does not stack up anymore against Android. Again, Ice Cream Sandwich and Jelly Bean, not just are they operating systems at work, Android's always been one that works, but they finally look good working. Mm -hmm. And that's a big thing, unfortunately. Well, not even unfortunately, fortunately people care how things look.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Schmidt, you've had an Android, I think, it's longer than anyone else I know. And, you know, objectively, what was your first one? Because um, you, 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 st- um, you had the Droid.
1: You had it before Gingerbread, right? Yeah, Droid X. That was on... F- before Froyo. It was... What was the... Fr- Eclair. It was on Eclair. And yeah. then I got upgraded to Froyo. Yeah. So, oh. if you were given the choice, which one
0: would you take? Your ice cream sandwich or the froyo?
1: Oh, ice cream sandwich, of course.
0: <laughs> yeah, there, there isn't even... There isn't a question. And you're not alone in that. Anyone would take the newer ones over the older ones. The problem is uh, iOS looks the same. <laughs> if anything, right. it actually looks more confusing now. I had, to, I had to work on an iOS 6 device today to join it to our company's network. It is more confusing now as iOS 6 than it was as, as iOS 5.
2: Interesting. Well, the interesting thing about about Apple, and I was actually discussing this with my boss at work a couple days ago, Apple, when they come out with something new, it's just hardware. They don't really have anything innovative with their software. It's just the same stuff packaged in fancier hardware. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's my thought. Okay, well, what's your prediction then? Do you think the hardware
0: is going to keep up? What, what are you thinking is going to happen with Apple?
2: I, I think they're going to keep doing more of the same. I, I think we may start to see a backlash because whether people want to admit it or not, Apple's been rolling out beta products for the last few years. Siri, Google, or er, Apple Maps, they're beta products. Only they're trying to Push them off as not beta. Their their release, and I think people are going to start to wise up to that. And I think we may see some backlash if if they and try. See, it I don't again.
3: know if I could actually see the backlash or not. And I know somebody's going to kind of kind of say, "Hey, you're painting with a broad brush here," but there's too many Apple fanatics.
2: Too there, many there, like- there really are, and the hard co- the hardcore ones are gonna. Uh, they they're not gonna get upset with it for anything because hey it's apple they can do no wrong but i i think that a lot of the more casual fans you know oh i got an iphone because it was the cool thing to do but it's buggy as crap i'm gonna go with android or i'm gonna go with windows i i I think we're gonna start seeing that or i'm gonna go with ubuntu yeah, well, let's
0: not jump ahead, Harry. Uh, I, I should clarify, too. I've said clarify now at least once for every area we've talked about. Um, Good drink, <laughs> But uh, Apple has too many smart investments. I don't think they're going to lose money this year. They'll lose market share, but they won't lose money, if that makes sense.
1: It does make sense,
0: yeah. they, they they've, They're just too smart with their money, with where they've invested it, with how much they have in the bank. I don't see them... They may not grow as much as they have in years past, but they're not going to lose money. Let's face it, they're not
2: AOL. They're not RAM. Safe, right. <laughs> no, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. How long, though, can um, Apple survive without Steve Jobs? Um, doing things the Steve Jobs way, one more year.
0: because I think they start
1: doing things the Steve Jobs way like a month after he was gone. No, you I, already start to see them falter.
0: I think that they're still doing it. They're just doing it badly. That's the faltering. It's yeah. not. It, it, I don't think they'd falter if they tried to do it their own new way. I think they're faltering because they are attempting to do it the Steve Jobs way and failing. Yeah. And Tim Cook isn't Steve Jobs. No, he's a completely different person. And I don't mean that in a bad way. or I don't mean it in a good way. It is what it is. He's Some a very excellent... Executive, but he's a very different person. And, um... Either the the rest of Apple will have to adjust to fit him, or it's going to turn into Nokia before they got Steve and Elop, when they were mm-hmm. just driving themselves into the ground, trying to adhere to the old way. You know? oh, yeah, that'll be interesting if they <laughs> <laughs> to see if they do that. Stark, what are your thoughts on Apple
3: this year? Um... I don't really think a lot about Apple, just because I'm not an (laughs) Apple fanboy and stuff. They leave leave me alone, I leave them alone. (laughs) But I I, I do think they're going to have to find a new path. And I'm not saying, like, they're going to have to come up with a new product or anything like that. But I think they're going to have to find something to keep... What's the word I'm looking for? Keep their name in the papers... Keep their notoriety going. They're going to, have to find something, but I don't know what that is. And I don't know if I'm making sense or not. But I don't know. I could be. I could be completely. Again, I. I. I I'm not. I'm not an Apple fanboy. There's been many reasons why I don't like Apple, but you know I do acknowledge that the, they. They. They do have some good products and some good stuff. It's just that there's other. It, it's the culture I don't like. Yeah. lot yeah. But but that's that's another discussion from the day. So. Smitty, I know you have a few.
1: Yeah, I think um I think we'll see uh not just an Apple TV, but I think an Apple smart TV, like Apple TV integrated into a TV. So we we see all these smart TVs with um uh you know with with Google TV and then we we have Samsung's own Samsung OS and um I I think Apple sees to use that, and they'll try to make their own smart TV. Okay. Um, my wife also made a prediction for Apple. Uh, should we include that here? Or we we we're yeah. gonna put those later. Okay, no, we'll go for it. Uh, she thinks that Apple will come out with three iPads this next year. now why does she uh, say that? Well, if you if you think about it, if you look at two thousand twelve or two thousand, yeah, two thousand twelve, they came out with three iPads in two thousand twelve. We had the iPad 2, the iPad 3, and the iPad Mini. So we take another no, version. No, of we actually and had the iPad, the
0: new iPad, which is the <laughs> iPad 3, the iPad Mini, and the iPad 4. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Yeah. So, so <laughs> they'll also fix their freaking naming <laughs> convention.
1: <laughs> probably. So we'll have an iPad yeah. Mini 2, or the new iPad Mini 2, or the new iPad Mini, and then the new, <laughs> new, new iPad, the new squared. <laughs> And then the new we'll not-so-squared. Like, maybe they'll even come out with, like, a new size or, like, a, a convertible iPad or something. <laughs> the Wii.
2: <wing. We laughs> new iPad with wings. <laughs> Ow!
1: Oh. Oh. With Nintendo's, uh... <laughs> touching is
3: that joke. <laughs> oh,
1: boy. You
0: really, though, I think the iPad design has gotten about as far as it can go.
1: They can always go different sizes. Different. Like, you know, like the Samsung format. model?
0: Yeah. I would la- I would love to see Samsung take them to court for that. We're suing you for ripping off our idea of not releasing anything new but different sizes. That's <laughs> our cop-out strategy. We've copyrighted it. We've trademarked it. It's actually called the Samsung method. We need to release a 4, a 4.3, a 5, 5.7, 7.5, 6.3, 8, 8.7, 9.3, 9.7, 10.2, 10.7, 12.1... <laughs>
1: But see, they couldn't sue them because Apple has the patent on suing people. (laughs) This is true. Um,
0: I, I I like my iPad. When I had my iPad, I don't have it anymore. I liked it, but I don't really see unless iOS takes on a drastic change, which I don't see them doing in 2013. Nope. Or a drastic change in hardware. Which I mean, it's a tablet. What else can you do? Make it thinner. Give it a better screen.
3: Actually, I I saw um, a, an image or, or a report about the the, uh, the the upcoming electronics conference show that's going to be happening in Vegas in a week or so. CES. And they, the CES, yeah, they were they were showing um, flexible screens. Well, they've been showing those at CES yeah. for years. Well, I, used, I was thinking a roll out pad. That you would just you would you would roll it up when you want to like compact it, but then you would unroll it when you want to use it. If anyone was to do that, it would be
0: NEC and they'd fail because NEC makes horrible computers. But they make great screens. Then it would be followed by Samsung, Samsung. who wouldn't be able to market it correctly outside of Taiwan.
1: And then Acer, they would make an awesome product that no one would pick up because they don't know what Acer is <laughs> Asus would try, and it would sell awesome in
0: Taiwan, on Korea and China, and be picked up by enthusiasts here. And after it had been out for two, maybe two and a half years, then Apple would come out with it.
2: But and here, try and patent it.
0: And try and patent it. But here's the thing. Those flexible screens have been shown at CES since I used to go to CES ten years ago. Those flexible OLEDs used to be the size of maybe two by two inch squares. Sony used to have them at their booth. Mm-hmm. Microsoft used to have them at their booth back when Microsoft had a booth at CES they don't even have a booth there anymore we're never going to see those and if we do, it'll be a military application first
1: and maybe they I'm, already do have
0: them
2: they probably already <laughs> well, do I, I, I just like the idea of being able to roll up my tablet and hit my dog on the nose with it <laughs>
0: Now the item you use to beat your cat or dog is only one point five pounds. Oh. <laughs> New app
2: called Angry Dogs. <laughs> it replaces
3: the newspaper. I mean, come on.
0: Roll out your tablets for the yeah. house to house train
3: on. Don't, don't 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 use the newspaper here. Use my iPad. Yeah, that spider never knew it hit it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the number one RMA or R, R, yeah RMA return to. Manufacturer, it's a broken screen with the dead spider splattered across the back. (laughs) Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I do not think flexible screens will be coming in 2013 again because they haven't come for the last five or six, seven years. We're we're no no closer.
2: I'm going to agree
0: with you. Especially when, and I don't have this on the list, but we should talk about it. Especially when the number one thing being shown at CES this year for like the second year in a row is 4K TVs. 4K resolution. The problem with flexible screens coming out this year is that the screen resolution, clarity, high definition and 3D, if you count that as a plus, are outpacing (laughs) it. So even if they were to come out with flexible screens, it's like... Yay, congratulations, you can now have a 480 by 320 resolution screen at two and a half inches across, and it's flexible. Isn't that awesome? And everyone's going, No, because Panasonic has a 120-inch 4K TV over at their booth. (laughs) You know, uh, the flexible screens at this point can't keep up. Now, 4K is the uh, buzzword of CES this year. What are our thoughts on those? I don't have it here on the list because I honestly don't know what to make of it. The 4K display, for anyone who doesn't know, is four times the resolution of a 1080p
3: screen. Let me tell you while I'm excited to by, buy it, I hate the idea of the 3D television. And you know what? The, these 4K and soon-to-be 8K televisions, they're going to kill off that 3D market fast. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, 8K, um, this is coming from last year's CES, but uh, reviewers, uh, journalists who went and saw uh, the 8K video screens said that they didn't need 3D because it looked like they were looking out a window at something that was really happening. Mm-hmm. So, like, your brain can actually fill in the 3D for you. But are we going to see consumer-grade 4K TVs hitting... I mean, are we going to see them in Best Buy this year or Walmart?
2: Down. Maybe
3: just in
0: time
1: for Christmas. Maybe we'll see some of them, but it, it, we probably won't see a huge proliferation of them. And maybe one or two people per city will buy them, and it'll
0: still be a it'll still be a, um, a specialty item at a special order. Right.
2: Well, it, it reminds me of when plasma TVs came out years ago. My I, I had a. I had a really good day. I was I was in sales at the time, and I made like twelve thousand dollars in an afternoon in commissions. And my brother asked me, "So you're going to buy a plasma TV with that? I mean, twelve thousand dollars for the television? And I mean, I if if we see them, they're going to be that ridiculously priced, I think.
0: Yeah. And, well, and there's always we should point out there's always I used to sell electronics for Sears, you know, back in the day, um, and they had tube television, Sony Vegas, spelled Vega. I guess they were German. Um, that cost twelve thousand dollars then. The remote was freaking three hundred and fifty dollars if you lost it. And our, our big selling line—not that this actually worked on anyone—but oh yeah, you know. Um, and we'd we'd list the uh, we'd list the uh, the local NBA celebrity here in Utah at the time, Karl Malone. Karl Malone has like three or four of these in his house. Yeah, that's great. Like any consumer could actually buy one. We never moved a single one, but everyone wanted to watch it. And I think 4K TVs will still kind of be in that niche where everyone wants to come see it and play with it. No one's going to buy it, not yet. Yeah, wait it's for the it's okay. come down. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is above what most computers can display. Never mind the TV signal you're getting over the air. So.
1: Um, that was kind of a, what was that is, is your prediction that uh, no one will buy the 4K TV, or that Carl Malone will have five or six in his house? Well, yeah. you know, he doesn't play <laughs> anymore, and he never got a
0: championship ring, so you know, he probably still has that Sony Vega. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so they they'll, they might hit the consumer space, but they won't take off. I I agree okay uh, Microsoft Microsoft is a real conundrum to make predictions about. They always are um even more so since Ballmer's been in charge uh anyone want to take the reins on this one?
2: uh I'm gonna predict that he's gonna yell developers a bunch on stage at some point throughout the year. Other than that, i got nothing on Microsoft. So you're
0: saying he has not improved his presentation skills.
2: (laughs) Microsoft (laughs) is
3: going to be disappointed in the Windows business sales. Mm. Home sales are going to be good. Business sales are not. Okay. Yeah. Well, Well,
1: business sales are still behind in Windows 7, too, so that's... That's yeah. of, businesses
3: yeah. never take
0: off on Windows sales This is the big misconception I wrote about it on one of our uh, editorials on stolenroids.com People are always mm-hmm. like well the corporate sector is not taking off on Windows 8. Well guess what they don't take off on any version of Windows my
3: company is still transitioning from XP yeah well and and, and par, part of the reason that prediction came about is because I remember such the backlash about Vista. And then when, they, when, when, when Microsoft finally came out with 7, it seemed like, at least from what I saw and with people I talked to, a lot of the businesses went, okay, we're, since, we, since, we, since we didn't want to go with Vista because we didn't like how Vista was in a business environment, 7 seems to be matching what we want, we'll go ahead and go with 7. And all of a sudden, Microsoft came out and said, okay, now here's 8, everybody moved to 8. And all the businesses went, we just barely moved to 7. Or Hold we're on. still moving to
0: seven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Or we're still moving to seven. So I was like, Hold, wait a second here. So do you and think so a I, lot of
0: them will just skip it or do you think it'll just be delayed?
3: I think they'll stick with seven. I, th- I think that I think a lot of the businesses had already made their 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 decisions to go to seven. And even with some of the people I've talked to now in some of the business communities, they're like, we don't like what we're seeing in eight in a business environment. We're going to stick with seven, mm-hmm. and, and 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 I'm not ripping on eight. I'm 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 not doing my. I know in the past I've ripped on eight, but uh, I'd like I, to point it, out you're the only one on the panel who rips on eight. Uh, yeah, and, and I and I know that. Yes, I am I'm, I'm very much aware of that.
0: You and Squishy, but, who admits that he knows nothing about computers,
3: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but basically from 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 what I've talked to with a lot of other people in in the business environments and the IT portion of the business environments, they're not that hip on going to 8 they, they, they pushed to 7, they made it to 7 or they're still in the transition to 7 they're not going to move to 8 unless they absolutely have to and the only way they absolutely have to is if Microsoft says we're not going to support 7 anymore and they just barely shut down the support for Windows XP and then, and, and that took what 10, 13 years just to do that so they're going to continue to support 7 for a long time and businesses aren't going to move that fast that's probably a fair assessment um, I,
0: I could I don't have a problem with eight. Obviously, I would love to. I I would love to uh get my entire company over on eight. Even though I know that it would drive my entire user base nuts. Yeah, I'm just,
2: it, I think it's I'm got still a bit deep. of a. It's got a bit of a steep learning curve, but once you get past it, you realize it's really not that different.
1: Yeah, I think I'm the only person in my company that that has it installed, and. When, when people come to look at my computer and and I say, can you tell what operating system I have installed? And everyone says Windows 7. <laughs> it looks the same. And then I'm like, well, where's the start menu? And they're like, oh, oh, you have Windows 8. <laughs> it's kind of like a mixed response and people can't tell the difference off the bat because I mainly just use the desktop. So, But I heard it wasn't going to be able to run our apps. I know. <laughs> it's like, St- And you're still
0: able to work? <laughs> yeah, the still the number one asked questions. Can it run... I was asked this the other day, actually. Can I still run my Office 2000?
3: <laughs> it's
0: a program, right? Yeah. And this is Windows, right? Yeah. Well, since when did you have Windows that couldn't run a program? Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. And
1: why are you still on Office 2000?
0: <laughs> yeah, that was my next question. My, I, I will actually uh, predict on this uh, that Surface, Microsoft Surface, will not see the end of 2013. Really? Like, really. Interesting. And I say this as someone who really likes Surface. I like it a lot. Microsoft builds good hardware. Always has. They make excellent hardware. The problem is is that they're kind of like the Apple of hardware. If uh, No, I've screwed that up. <laughs> and a Microsoft Surface is better built than, say, an Asus Vivo Tab. It's better built... It's higher quality. The end user doesn't care about that. They care about the fact that for whatever reason Microsoft is charging almost thousand dollars for a surface and they can get a Vivo tab for six hundred or seven hundred. Yeah. Microsoft makes quality but they also charge for it. And unfortunately people don't associate the same brand tax as they do on Sony or Apple with Microsoft products. You wouldn't expect a Microsoft mouse to cost twice as much as a really crappy one, right? But they do. They cost as much as Logitech, because they're that good. Which is why they always suffer in sales. So I think Windows 8 tablets, both RT and standard Windows, will do fine, but I don't think they'll do well for Microsoft. I think 2013 will see the end of the Surface, or a reiteration of a new version. And since they they don't bring out new versions as fast as Apple does, I, I wouldn't hold my breath.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Um, I... I have a Microsoft uh, prediction that doesn't stay along the lines of Windows. It's it's more in the Xbox realm. Um, I... I can't remember... uh... how this came about, but I, I saw an article somewhere... um... And a coworker and I got talking about the Kinect, um, and I I started thinking I, I I wonder if Microsoft is seeing the backlash of the Kinect and is working on a new version or like a Kinect two or something with high resolution or whatever because I I think we were seeing job uh, job description of of a position they were hiring for that that uh, hinted at the fact that they were looking for someone that was good at 3D mapping and 3D environments almost like holodeck style 3D stuff. And so I think we'll see at least the announcement of like a connect 2 with, with higher resolution, maybe even holodeck style Display. I don't. Know, I don't know how else to describe that, but it's kind of uh, it's kind of the impression that I got in reading that job description. Or now, there's been hints that they would announce a new Xbox, a
0: soft announcement at E3. Mm-hmm. Do you think they'd still market it separately as Connect, even, or do you think it would just be tied into part of the bundle so that the entire system
1: is mm-hmm. now just called Xbox? I don't know. I if if I were Microsoft, I would make it. Uh, it a separate module that would work with Xbox 360 and also work on the new Xbox, but that's, that's just my hopes,
2: because I, uh... Yeah. Hmm. I don't okay. know. Zahner? I, I really got nothing. I, I think, you know, if we do see, it's been rumored that we'll see that Xbox 720, I think they, is, is what I've seen it called. I, I, I think it would be a good idea to just but the Kinect is like a standard part of it. So, but other than that, I really don't have any anything for Microsoft. They're just like you said earlier; they're just so hard to to really predict. Like Apple, though, they don't. Um, I don't see them losing money. No, I, I think it's going to be a good year for Microsoft. I, I think Windows Seven is going to continue, or excuse me, Windows Eight. Uh, market share will continue to increase Um, I I, I just think it's going to be kind of more of the same for Microsoft I I don't expect any real groundbreaking but you know it's like I said it's tough to call with them Mm -hmm.
0: another one and you'll notice we did none of us made a prediction on it because I think it's too volatile to really predict Windows Phone 8 Mm
1: -hmm.
2: yeah
0: I love it too new (laughs) I I love it I absolutely adore it. and I would imagine that my co-panelists here would love it as well if, you know, if phones were one of those things that you could just pick up and try out for a month without paying, I bet you you guys would love it as well. Um, But... if of you phone manufacturers want to uh, let us test drive (laughs) one of your phones? (laughs) And and there is news about new phones coming out in 2013 from other manufacturers than just Nokia. Just the same, I don't... It's been proven that uh, public opinion is not swayed by the merits or, you know, the faults of a product, but rather instead how cool you look using it. And right. I have no clue what's going to happen to Windows Phone 8 in the coming year. <laughs> I really How don't.
3: do you look cool using a phone? Never mind. Uh, do you remember the sidekick? <laughs> the sidekick? <laughs> that's right. you got to have the, uh, the, the the logo on the back of the phone so we can say, look, I'm using an
0: iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> we make fun of the iPhone for that, but it was not the first. That's true Blackberry was uh, a status symbol Uh, Palm was a status symbol The Sidekick, remember? Sidekick was huge amongst the consumer crowd And it was before I-anything So Don't know how it's going to turn out Because the Sidekick was crap But it didn't keep people from wanting it Uh, We need to keep moving on here Uh, Zahn, are you still with us? I'm here Sweet Into copyright stuff Um, I don't know if you guys have an opinion on this. I foresee, though, because we've seen a lot of companies start to backlash against all the crappy copyright laws and all the lawsuits we see coming out here. In fact, one of our uh, predictions actually comes to us from a fan through our Facebook page. And, of course, that is the page I just closed. Uh, But he says, Samsung is sued in court for stealing something else. This time, instead of a phone or tablet, GE is suing them for stealing their refrigerator design. He's joking. (laughs) But truth is, it has gotten to that degree of ridiculousness. I foresee that we will see an increase of frivolous copyright lawsuits through the first half of the year... Over the summer months, we'll probably see some pushback from the industry. People will talk real big about reform. We should redo this. There'll be things submitted. Things will be talked about in different discussion forums. It'll finally reach mainstream media. Come fall, more lawsuits again, and it'll go away. <laughs> so I think there'll be a lot of talk around the middle of the year, but I don't think anything's going
2: to change. Are we going to? Do you think we're going to see judges finally say, Enough is enough. This is ridiculous. How you guys are suing each other over every stupid little thing. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to stop anyone. I don't think it'll change the system. You don't. You don't think. You don't think judges throwing out half a dozen high-profile cases would deter? No, because I think decision? the lawyers will just uh, file twice as many uh,
0: to make up for yeah.
2: it. Yeah, that's probably true.
0: So hmm. that, that, that's my 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 only prediction on copyright there. I don't have any. Uh, it's a rather depressing one as well. Um, someone put in here a really interesting one that I want them to explain, but the death of the Nook. The death of the
2: Nook. That's mine. I, I think we're going to see the Nook die this year. Why is that? Well, you look at their holiday sales. They were well below expectations. Um, And Barnes and Noble is has been struggling for a a while, Um, but this last year, I guess, over the holiday, they had a twelve point six percent decrease in sales of the Nook over last year, or last year, this last December over the previous December. So I mean they're they're losing they're losing out on sales, which. I I think there's just too much competition out there. And I don't think that the Nook can compete. You've got um uh, and this kind of ties into to another um one of my predictions, but you've got so many seven inch tablets out there that are high quality right now. You know, you've got Apple jumping into that, you've got you've got Google with the Nexus seven, which I dare say is probably the most awesome tablet I've ever seen. Um and then you've got Amazon with their Kindle Fire HD, and I just don't think that the Nook can compete long term any more than it already has. I, I think that we're gonna. I think that we're gonna see the, no- the Nook go away. Okay. Hmm.
3: Now I have a question regarding purchases on the Nook. I've just had a very bad experience trying to purchase something from the Barnes and Noble website using uh, gift cards I got for Christmas. Is purchasing books and apps over the Nook, it, 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 is, have they been good? Have they been bad? Have, have
2: people, well, I, I haven't really investigated it, so I, I don't know. Are people having bad experiences? My Are mother-in-law it, actually bought a Nook, and we gave her a gift card for Christmas, and I haven't heard any complaints yet, although she did call and I didn't answer my phone. So <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe she was calling to complain. I don't know.
0: He but, gives um, his kids the Chinese knockoffs, he gives his mom a nook, <laughs> and he gets a Nexus 7.
2: No, I, I didn't buy it. She bought it herself. I gave her a gift card for her nook. That's <laughs> worse, dude. You're a horrible horrible father and son. I am. I am. And I, I am the first to admit it. Well, we need to
0: keep moving on here. That's interesting, though. And when you explain it that way, it makes a lot of sense. Barnes & Noble simply doesn't have the the market power behind their tablet as strong as Amazon does. No, they don't. They they really don't. Um, also in tablet news, uh, who put in here more digital comics thanks in part to more 7-inch tablets?
2: That's me. Again, me. Um, well, I we've got so many 7-inch tablets out there, and after having read comics for the last, I don't know, what is it, week on my, on my Nexus, it is a great device for reading comics. We've now got... Digital distribution, same day from the comic book publishers. I think you're going to start seeing a whole lot more digital comics out there, and a whole lot less comic book stores.
0: Do you think it is going to hit other publications like Newsweek? Closed doors. Their their print yeah, side. I, of I doors. actually
2: I actually think that it's going to go across print media because I mean it's I don't even need a book anymore. I just pick up my Nexus and and open up my my reader app, and I've got half a dozen books on there that I can read from. You know, I mean, it's just I I think the 7-inch tablet is going to revolutionize the way people read. Okay.
3: Now, Um, the question I've got is are the comic book companies making money off of the digital comics?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they are. The
0: system is really well done. Mm. Yeah, 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 they're making a lot of money, and in many cases, even the local brick-and-mortar ones are making money.
3: Well, because we hear we hear all the we hear all the the music industry complain about you know uh, uh pirated music and pirated movies and stuff like that. I just didn't know if we were if if they were experiencing the same pitfalls. Yeah, but they're idiots. So
0: that's true, and we know that. Uh, the death of the subsidized phone. Who put that one in there?
2: That was also me.
0: I'm not sure. I agree with you on that. I know T-Mobile already has put that in place. But I think it's the last-ish effort from T-Mobile, and I don't think the other three carriers are in the same spot.
1: I don't know. I, well, I I kind of agree with Son. I don't know if it's more of a hope because I I kind of see. I mean, I I've had it on my phone for ten months now, and it's it's acting like a dinosaur now. So I think the end of a subsidy for at least my carrier. Would be heaven sent because either I have to wait out the two years, or I'm I'm stuck footing you know the bill for a full price phone. So phones are not lasting two years. Um, the subsidized plans are just uh, end up screwing customers, and that's the last you want to do. You want to keep your customers happy. So I don't know. I maybe it's more of a hope, but uh, I agree with Sonner. Okay.
2: Yeah, I I think that I think that the way I mean, with Verizon and AT&T going away from the unlimited data plans, and now they've gone to shared family data plans, there's so much change in the mobile phone market. I think that, I, I think that this is the next step.
0: Okay. Uh, and the last one is actually dealing with a headline that's rather current. We'll talk about it next week. But Ubuntu, uh, the Linux distribution, has released a, a phone operating system. Uh, Whoever wrote this in here is probably right. Ubuntu phones will go nowhere thanks to awesome planning. Uh, (laughs) Phones need to work. Period. You don't need to re-rom them, recompile their kernel. You just want them to work. Which is why early versions of Android did not get the huge adopters that Ice Cream Sandwich and Jelly Bean get now. It just needs to work. And Ubuntu is notoriously bad at... Uh, working seventy percent of the time, and the other forty percent well, you can get to work if you read enough on
2: Google. Well, they've been an, they've announced the phones, um, but their roadmap—they're not coming out till the end of the year or beginning of next year. That's exactly what happened with the Palm Pre. There was all this hype, and by the time it came out, they were a year behind because everyone else had come out with their stuff. Yep. So,
0: so I don't think they'll even hit. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they'll even really hit market. Uh, yeah, into, their, their roadmap is too bad. Into our favorites, uh, we got to hurry here. Uh, this one came from one of our friends, uh, Cam, the Liquid Cam, over uh, on Facebook. It's the most accurate infograph ever. Uh, it's about why it sucks to be in IT, and it is entirely <laughs> accurate. So you should definitely check it out. I won't go into details because that would just ruin the surprise.
1: Uh, My favorite is uh, based on a Christmas gift I got. I got an Arduino for Christmas, um, and so I've been looking up other uh, projects to to make with my Arduino. One guy has made a Guitar Hero Master with his Arduino, and it can play any song at any difficulty, including the whammies and and the star power-ups. It's pretty awesome, so check it out. All right, so
3: my favorite is a life hack that somebody's posted the idea on the Internet. I think it's a really cool idea because, uh, like a lot of us, we have Wi-Fi at home, and we get friends who come over, and they say, Hey, you know, I I need to know your password, or how do I get on your Wi-Fi, and da-da-da-da. Well, what this guy has suggested is that you take your Wi-Fi information... And you make it a QR code that you frame and put on the wall. And then if somebody says, hey, I need to be able to go ahead and connect to your Wi-Fi, you just point to the QR code and say,
2: go snap a picture of that, and you'll be able to go ahead and connect. That is genius. It is. Okay, and my favorite is probably the best the best task list app ever. Um, it's AnyDo. Uh, it works on Android, iPhone got a chrome extension uh, really handy task app for people who have a lot of tasks to manage <laughs>
1: <laughs> he talks funny Check it sometime
2: out. <laughs> list
3: of things to do number one finish list of things to do <laughs> Yes, that is our show for this week we appreciate it
2: if there's any
0: predictions that you have that, that you didn't get a chance to put on our Facebook page let us know feedback at stolen droids.com in the meantime be sure to check out our friends over at Squarespace again at squarespace.com slash SD we'll also have the link in the show notes until next time cheers and the line. one to be mob. good day